The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. There was a certain scholar of the law who stood up to test Jesus and said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? He said in reply, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. He replied to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man fell victim to robbers as he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. They stripped and beat him and went off, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road, but when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. Likewise, a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim, poured oil and wine over his wounds, and bandaged them. Then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn, and cared for him. The next day, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction. Take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on my way back. Which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robber's victim? He answered, The one who treated him with mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise.
and heal us. He says the Samaritan poured the, the oil and the wine, crafted over the wounds, and bandaged the, uh, the man. The image also of Christ as the good Samaritan, who is, who is God, but pours himself into us so we may have life. God goes way out of his way. We know that the Holy Trinity, the great mystery of God himself, that God is totally happy within the Godhead. There's no need for God to treat us. There's no need for God to, to have some want or lack. He just went way out of, God went way out of the way to send his son into our lives to save us, to teach us something to be of love. But that's a challenge. I, I think about, I have a vacation coming up, and, and I hope I don't meet any poor people on the way. I just want to be honest with my life. <laughs> maybe we, we go uh, on retreats, and we think of retreat from the world, or maybe sometimes we think our life is like living in a monastery so we can just pray, and we don't have to deal with uh, people. Um, uh, people are sometimes problematic, as you know, but they are our brothers and sisters. And uh, no man is an island, so we, we choose to, to live our lives with one another and to love each other. That is the command. It's so near to us, and it's probably near to us when we feel like, you know, we understand our own suffering, and we see somebody else suffering, and we have compassion for that person, and we treat them with mercy. There's many opportunities for us to love each other. In our nation, though, uh, I try to think also, um, if you think about the Constitution and the law that governs our land, not the law of God, the law governs our land, it's all about individual rights. Uh, we will not impose our power on other people. We will say that the, this is a nation of the people, by the people, for the people. The wonderful nation protects the rights of individuals. Individuals is the thing, though. The individual can pursue his or her dream. But nowhere will the Constitution say you must love this person. You must go out of your way for this person. Um, the old and the old uh, medieval understanding of things is that um, wherever wherever there was a they didn't really talk about rights, human rights as we know it today. They talk about duties. You have a duty to do this, you have a duty to do that, you must take through this. Uh, a king has the duty to take care of those who are subject to his authority, to take care of the poor. But in our nation, we've come, into, we've come to the point of human rights, and I have a right to this in my life. And Jesus is trying to tell us to say, well, what about your duty to, to God and neighbor? These commandments are so close to us, and yet uh, perhaps we uh, tend to focus on what's in it. For us. The word compassion is a beautiful word. Um, we feel compassion, all of us feel compassion. It comes from two Latin words, cum, which is, means with, and passio, which means to suffer. Somebody who's compassionate, compassion is going to, to enter into the suffering of another person, to walk with them, to help them, uh, to perhaps carry them uh, through life. And we know that. Uh, the worship of God is uh, not separate, separate from the love of neighbor. We probably have many sins of omission where we just say, you know, there's probably poor in the world right now. 
I'm not going to say no to the poor. I don't need to search them on the internet. I don't need to, to find out who they are. If I see them, then I'll be compassionate at that moment. And maybe what, maybe a missionary will come into the parish and give a nice speech about all the work he does in another country and say, okay, maybe we should take up a collection and feel good about giving to that cause. But we must, in a sense, realize that on the final exam, the final exam, this is a priest that taught me this, the final exam will be Matthew chapter 25. When the Son of Man is seated on his throne, he will separate the sheep from the goats, and he'll say to those on the right of the sheep, he'll say, Come, inherit the kingdom, prepare for you from the foundation of the world. But when I was hungry, I gave you to eat. When I was thirsty, I gave you to drink. When I was naked, you clothed me, etc. When did we see you hungry? When did we see you thirsty? When is being naked and, and, and treat you um, as often as you did to the least of my brothers and sisters, you did it to me. But there will be a condemnation. Those will, who will fail the test will those who will come. When did we see you hungry? When did we see you thirsty? When did we see you naked and, and fail to minister? As often as you didn't do it to the least of my brothers and sisters, you did it, didn't do it to me. Apart from me, apart from me, and go to everlasting fire prepared for prepared. So there is a judgment at the end of our lives and how we deal with one another. It's very important, I think, as we think about uh, our forms of escape or our vacations or our little places, our refuge, which are beautiful places. We need leisure, we need to get away, we need to be, be unwound and decompressed and, and all these things, these are very good for us. But our vocation in life is not a vacation. There's, a, there's just a one letter that changes there. We're not living in this world on a vacation. We have a vocation to love uh, one another as Jesus has loved us. This is the new commandment he gives us. That means we have to go out of our way. It means we, must, we might be able to seek out the poor in our midst. We might be able to take a moment today to pay attention to somebody. If somebody you can't help, but they have a need, you might be sad and you may pray for them. There's many creative ways to exercise to fulfill the law of love for another person, the love that uh, Jesus says is already there in our hearts. That compassion that we feel, the love is there. But we get distracted. But this is the greatness of Christians. We should be the greatest lovers on earth. Because you know, life is not a vacation, but we have a vocation to love one another as Christ. Has.